Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Guys, welcome back to another episode of Mind of a Minority. It's just me and Hashmat here today. Chilling, vibesing. Hashikin, how you been, bro? Alhamdulillah, I'm good. Wait, bro, you right? Yeah, bro, I can't lie, I'm so good, but tired. That's what oh, I was going to say, God. tired, yeah. Bro. Uh, alhamdulillah, like, I'm not going to complain in it, because work is back on now, so I'm occupied during the day, mm. but literally, by the time we eat, it's like 8 o'clock already, and you then... just slumped off, in it? Slumped. When you yeah, eat, yeah, bro. bro, it's just time to just relax, man. Bro, either nap or just chill. Literally, that's been my days at the moment. So I've been too tired to do anything. Now, I was all told the what happened. So now, we must have recorded the episode like last week, a few days ago. And due to technical oh. difficulties, we lost the episode, man. Literally lost a lot, There's a lot of interesting stuff we spoke about during that episode. Yeah. Oh. Wow. One hour and a half, I think it was? Yeah, nearly an hour and a half. And it's all gone. But it's cool, we're back now. So... Qadr of Allah. It's a Qadr of Allah. We can't yeah, really help. It was meant to happen. But how have you been since then? Bro, Alhamdulillah, I've been good, man. I've just been here, man. Just family, just meeting some friends, yeah. up and down. Just enjoying my free time for now, man. It's been a long year. Just relaxing. I've got, I got some stuff on the side going on. Some projects I'm working on. Oof, but besides that, well. Alhamdulillah, I'll notify you guys about that. Another time, maybe, depending on how it goes. Seven. Tell me about no, I'm it. Saying. But um, yeah, alhamdulillah, I've been good, man. No, just here, just, just relaxing, enjoying my time, keep my distance, you know what I'm saying? Or trying to no, keep my distance. Good. Yeah, because I can't lie, I've been back to work now, and it's very hard. Like, I'm walking through town, and town is packed like it is normally. Um, parks are packed. Bro, I tried to get a tennis court the other day. Packed, mm. packed out, everything. You, you play tennis? I love tennis, bro. Mm, what was that? Right. Table tennis or tennis? Tennis, hundred percent. Tennis, hundred percent. Hundred percent. You know, I was asking Ahmed this. Yeah, what do you think is a better sport? A volleyball, basketball, or tennis? Obviously, we know football is the best in it. But like mm. on the side, when you're just chilling with your boys, which sport do you rather? Volleyball. I think volleyball. I think volleyball is the best. I think volleyball is the best still. Personally speaking, I just like volleyball. Volleyball is. I don't know. If this, if this, if the saying is alright, volleyball is the best vibe, man. The, the good thing about volleyball is you need very little things. Like, you can yeah, literally just... Yeah, like, remember us. We, we just had, like, a piece of wood going, like, from your front garden. a piece garden, of wood from going from... And that's it. We're there. Four man up. Drives in. Bro, that was so jokes, bro. Everyone's getting into so it. Competitive. It was nice, warm. It was like, it was like a... Not like a, not like a cold weather. It wasn't too warm. It was just perfect weather. Perfect. You know what I'm saying? Literally perfect. Yeah. But, yeah, I think volleyball... Um, what about you? Yeah. Carla, I'd be torn between, see, tennis, the only reason why, I love tennis here, the only reason why I might not say it is because it's actually effort going down to the park and you need a court, you can't just do it nowhere. Basketball is sick because you're just chilling I've with never, boys, I've never like, really done shot. tennis, like, I'll be honest, I've never really done tennis, like, cricket, yeah, cricket, Bro, I've done cricket and that, uh, not really a big fan yeah, at all as well, fun. but I, can't nah, I haven't yeah. done tennis. Tennis, we only got into it because, like, we got bored of football for a while, me and my boys. And there was a tennis court, like the park that we have has like five or seven tennis courts. Mm. So we thought, you know what, why don't we just go chill there and just, you know, let's just do rallies, like where you just keep it going. Let's not even do a competitive. And then 
like after the first two days that we went, we got the hang of it, and we were like, you know what, let's let's start like actually doing it properly, and it's so it fun. Yeah, hundred bro, it's so fun. But you actually need a court for that. You can't just do it anyway, and that's the only problem with it. What are the but, courts open now because of COVID? Bro, the whole parks are open. The courts are open. You can book them out, and um, I think you do fifty minutes per game per booking. Fifty minutes per game, and oh, it's free wow. to book. Yeah, it's free to book. You just like is to get a time slot. That's all. Bro, what month is it by the way? July. No June. Oh my god, no, yeah, it's June. Like July. June. You know that six months into twenty twenty. You know. Oh, what you has been that? this year? Subhanallah. What has been this year? Bro, I, this year has been mad. Twenty twenty. Does it feel like it's been longer than that? Twenty twenty that? I feel like because so much things happen in a short short amount of time, it feels shorter. But it feels long at the same time. It feels long in the yeah. sense of, in the sense of like, how so can much time? How can yeah? How can so much thing happen at the same time? Do you know what I'm saying? Honestly, it's one of the wildest months, man. One of the months, one of the wildest years. Big man. Team, how bro. can you tell me? Each year, each month just outdone itself. Each month just got worse and worse and worse. Like in terms of like disasters and stuff around the world. Um, Did we actually have a single chilled month? Like, no, bro. Like, even when we were quarantined at home. Because even when we were quarantined at home, the whole world was still panicking. Like, panic bro, shopping. Talk about panic here. Yeah. You know what it is, yeah? Talk, talk about panic. This is how you just show people are just stupid, man. When 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 the government was saying, oh, there's lockdown, the the case are high, this, that is dangerous, virus, contagious, this, this, that. When that was, all, when that was, was being promoted by the government, no one was coming out of the house, bro. People are actually, mm-hmm. okay, not everyone, but most people are actually listening to the guidelines. Yeah. As soon as the government says, yeah, some stuff are open, fam, guys are thinking the virus disappeared, like, literally, <laughs> fam. I went Westwood the other day, like, bro, it was not normal, fam. Like, it wasn't normal for a situation, like, if there's a whole virus going on, why is everyone out here? Yeah. Yeah, you're gonna ask, you're gonna ask, yeah, I know, yeah, you're gonna ask, yeah. I was like, <laughs> bro, I was there, just like, going for a little stroll, innit? Going for a little stroll, yeah. see what you're saying, and that, but fam, that, that people were just, I don't even know, man. It just, bro, what happened to that fear yeah. of touching yeah, people, coming close you. to people? Bro, Two weeks I ago, if I was walking down the road, people crossed the road not to pass me, but now I'm in a shopping center. Now they're bumping people. Bumping, yeah, they'll bumping into me. Bro. Yeah. Bro, they'll exactly. come line if they could. <laughs> um, it's like, it's like, oh, bro, I don't even understand this world, fam. It's a weird place, fam. Really like the thing is, we think it's disa- like some people think it's disappeared, but Germany have already got their second wave. Like, so I think it's a matter of time before we get our second wave. We're way too like calm with it. Um, Personally, bro, just walk, in, just walk into the town center, like you saw Westfield, didn't it, bro? I was walking past town, yeah. Mm-hmm. Those little lines that they have, obviously due to like the amount of space, the limited space that they have, they yeah. have to curve the lines around in it two meters from the next person, mm-hmm. person next to you. But how does that make sense when, as the queue curls around, you're then shoulder to shoulder with the person that's basically in front of you on the other side of the queue, you get me? Like, in yeah. front. Like, it makes no sense. Some of the measures that are being taken is actually abysmal. At, like, at best, it's just, it's, it's a, no one's actually taking it serious. They just want to look like they're taking some measures. And the Bro, public if itself, me, If you ask me, I'll just put it on lockdown, man. I'll just put it on lockdown. I'll just put I think lockdown. everything got released. I think everything got released way too early. Like, uh, everything opened up too early, if I'm honest. Yeah, bro, you know, this, 
that this whole situation. I don't even like saying the word, like the whole COVID corona name. I just hate saying it. I hate talking about it. I dislike even thinking about it. But bro, like for the sake of like talking about it, like for now, it's really my plans, man. Yeah. Like, I was meant to go. I had a wedding to go to. I was meant to go holiday. I had, um, of course, I had some experience. I needed to gain in it, so I had some goals for the holiday that I wanted to tick off. Yeah. It was a law firm, and uh, I already applied to it. They accepted me from uh, from like January times. So I was there for like two. I was gonna work there for like two months for work experience, and now I can't even go there because they're closed. They're working from home. You know what I'm saying? The, 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 and the training, wedding. yeah, they can't offer training as well. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's literally wasted a whole year, man. So now I'm trying to do like online stuff, like I'm trying to acquire. So this is the people that's listening here. Online, people that are listening here. Online, right, right now, right now. Like, let's just say you're going to job interview later on. Like no, but you do know that mm-hmm. like, I'm not saying they're gonna ask, but imagine like say, three years down the line, they'll be like, ah, oh, cool. During that time, what did you like that summer time? What did you gain? What experience did you gain? <laughs> you should be able to say yeah. like, yeah. I uh, learned this, I uh, acquired this skill. Just use this time to improve yourself, do you know what I'm trying to say? So, yeah, I've, I've yeah. done some online courses and I've applied to them. So, I've started them as well like, last week. So, yeah. that's what I'm doing instead of the, of course, work experience. But being on the field, actually learning and interacting with actual lawyers is better. Big difference. So, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's a wasted. In a way, in a way, it's wasted our time. It might, it might open up other doors, inshallah. You never know because obviously we plan on a lot of plans, and that's been the, that's been the entire like, uh, you know, motto for this coronavirus and ruining people's plans. I mean, we're very lucky to be saying, "Oh, it's just ruining our plans." Like, mm. alhamdulillah, that nobody that we know has been affected by the coronavirus. I know there's been plenty of people that my parents know that have been affected by it. So yeah. you know, we're very grateful. The only thing that has affected really has been our plans that we we wanted to obtain but a thing that we could try to do was um online certificates and that like get them so for example one of my friends was telling me in accounting something that's really sought after is a coding certificate or some experience in programming or coding and you can do a certificate for like i think um, it might take you maybe let's say three weeks let's say a month at max you do that. You have a certificate that you can take, and any employer will actually be happy. Happy will actually be happy to have you and give you that edge over the others. So it's just a little something that you can do on the side. You do maybe an hour every day, and that would be very beneficial to you in the future. So at the end of the day, I mean, there's little things that you can do. Like for us, for example, say I'm working, but you're not. Gives you more of a chance to like, like you said, do some other programs and maybe work on the podcast and. You know, mm. like there's many things. Me? Oh <laughs> you. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. My guy is focused on the camera one. And then he's distracting the other. Ah you see me. You see. This guy that, that, that's a funny comment. Man. A funny comment. I hate Siri, bro. What up, my Siri, Siri pops up every five minutes. You just be talking and just you just interrupts, bro. Bro, oh, I, I don't even want to say the S word anymore. I don't even want to say the S word anymore. I'm telling you now, he's he's listening to us, bro. It's the FBI agent, you know? What was I gonna man. say? Um, a way that I want to redirect this uh, podcast into friend companionships, in it, because like, we're talking about like how we miss the boys. Mm. How what would you like see companionship as? Like the importance of companionship in you know your life. 
No. What's the importance of companionship? I to can't you? lie. Yeah. That I, if you know me, there's you know there's different sides. Like everyone's got different sides to the minute. So of course, if they're in the mosque, they're not going to be acting the same way. They're going to be acting like let's just say, for example, if they're with their school friends. If you know what I'm trying yeah. to say. But bro, 100%. like you see, growing up, they always tell you your parents always told you, even like your like your school teachers. Like have you have you ever had that teacher that, for example, if you if you hang around with a, like another bad bad student. And you're in trouble. You both get in trouble. They be like, "Oh, stay away from, stay away from him in the classroom." Do you know what I'm trying to say? And next yeah. time he gets in trouble, yeah, yeah, you yeah, might yeah. not get in trouble. Do you know what I'm trying to say to you, bro? Like all these little yeah. stuff here, it, you never really understand it until you actually grow up. Like when I say grow, I mean mentally. You're once yeah, you hundred percent. Like you know, what I mean? once you leave a certain, like, once you test different environments and see how it's affected you, then then you understand what's right and what's wrong and how your how your mind works and how humans in general work. I'm a I'm a firm believer of if you if you are around good you become good. If you're around negativity, you're gonna think negative. If you're around bad people, you're gonna think bad people. So bro, coming out of an environment that like if you know my area in general that like, I literally cannot explain it. If you're there you understand. If you're not there if you've seen it you can get a taste of it. If you've heard of it you, you can even get a taste of it as well. But it's a sneaky place. It's like everyone wants more than everyone. It's like yeah. even if I've grown up with you, people I grew up with now, a lot of them fell off. Fell off. Like they don't talk to each other. Like we grew up with, like we grew up together, but now they don't talk to each other. Or now, they're, like they're enemies. If you know what I'm trying to say, or like the London culture calls it ops. I'm trying to say to you, yeah, that it's like yeah. companionship is the biggest thing, bro. Because once you start hanging around with good people, you won't you won't fall off like with over little stuff. Like those little stuff, it will be. Will be, it's little, do you know what I'm trying to say to you? Like, you wouldn't let it test your friendship. Whereas, mm. when you're with bad people, when you're with bad negative people, if they feel like you've done something more or you've got more than them, they're going to want to get, they want to get, they're, they're going to want to get something as well from you or get it somehow. And that just ends up, you know what I'm trying to say to you, bro? Like, let's say, for example, yeah. you know Afghans, yeah, Afghans. This is like, it's mm. stemmed in now. If I've got five pounds and I take you or I see you and I'm eating food, I'm not going to spend that £5 myself. I'm going to give me and you that £5. Do you know what I'm trying to say to you? Like we're going to go half. Yeah. What I get, I'm going to give you. If I'm eating, you're going to eat with me. Do you know what I'm trying to say to you? There's people yeah. who will sit on the table with you. If they're, if, if they're, I'm not saying they're bad people because they're not bad, in it? Like They're just different mindsets, if you know what I'm trying to say to you. They'll sit down, they got yeah. money. And let's say you're that day, you haven't got money. They'll eat and different they'll Different values and principles. Yeah. yeah, different values and principles. They'll, they'll eat. And they'll offer you once, but they don't really mean it. You know the ones where they say, oh, what, are you hungry, bro? But, like, yeah, if it's yeah, me, yeah. I'm not going to ask you if you're hungry. I'll actually just get you something. Like, if, unless you're really, really not hungry. I've seen you eat. Like, you just ate, and when you come to another yeah. restaurant, like, five minutes later, they'll watch you eat, and they'll just, <laughs> no, they'll watch you not eat, and they'll eat. And then there's some people, before they eat, they'll make, they'll, they'll, they'll eat, they'll, before they eat, they'll let you eat first. They'll give you the better piece, if you know what I'm trying to say to you. Mm. It's all these little yeah. things you, you like. I'm going so much in detail to it, yeah. But it's like you realize all these little deals about good companions, and then like not not necessarily bad companions, but let's just say not on the right path kind of companions. Because there's because a lot of people. Because the, there's a lot of people. Yeah, because not, those are like um, sorry, Karen. Yeah, yeah, sorry, Karen. Because there's a lot of people. They're not. They're not bad people. They're just doing wrong things, and they don't. They don't realize it, but it has implications to their heart. Like when you sin, it makes your heart number and darker if you know what I'm trying to say to you so without realizing they've just 
their values and principles have just changed. It's not how it's not how it's meant to be, you know, like brotherhood, like there's no such thing as brotherhood. Like where I grew up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, out of twenty people, you're all meant to be bros, you're meant to be friends. Only one only one person is, is cares about what you do or how you're doing. The rest they just have to have a good time, that's it. But a good companionship like, like I said from the beginning, because I'm going into too much deals, and I want to hear your opinion on this side as well, on this uh, yeah. factor as well. Yeah, I know, because I, I, I have a mindset, but mine differs a tad, in a way. But you on. see, you know when you hear that, you, you've heard this a lot, I know, but hey, choose your companions wisely, because they're going to be the front row of your janazah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bro, yeah, I heard that imagine, one. imagine having people that don't know how to pray a janazah, like you've just passed away, and your friends who are probably intoxicated 24-7 of the day or they're not on the right path, they're, they're not really there, but they're going to come and they're going to make du'a for you, but their du'as, I don't know, do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, might need yeah. to be valid. So the people yeah. that are going to be making du'a for you more, people that are meant to be thinking about you, doing stuff for you after you pass away, they're not going to be doing it because they're not on the right path, do you know what I'm trying to say to you? Whereas yeah. if you're in the mosque five times a day and you become, uh, your, your companions are all the people in the mosque, people that come pray there, People that spend time there, like it's their second house. People that are that are given dawah. If you pass away, God forbid, or something happens to you, they'll always cover you. They'll always have you. They'll build roles in your name. They'll do so much for you. you know what I'm trying to say to you, it's yeah. just, bro, just pick your pick your friends wisely, man. They make the big biggest difference. 100%. Biggest difference. I agree. God. I agree a lot uh, with what you said. That my only difference is, is um, oh, I think a sneeze is coming. No, no, I don't know. I don't know if it's coming or not. Um, my my only difference would be to the degree, like knowing the degree, um, uh, you should get to know them. If you know what I mean, like as in how mm. much should you dig deeper into this friendship? Yeah. It's about knowing how much you should dig deeper. And um, sometimes you know, like you might hit a bit too much, and you might uncover something that you don't like. Just cover that up and continue your friendship as it was. You get what I mean. So basically, last Ramadan that we had, not this one that just went, but the first Ramadan that we had with the boys, and we always talk about this on every podcast we've had, I think we've creeped in this Ramadan somewhere. And this Ramadan, I um, say I struggle with um, swearing or cussing a lot, or not being able to keep a clean mouth, or maybe not Mm. being able to pray on time, or maybe just little things that might be harmful to my deen. But I never acknowledge it because of my companionship outside of Ramadan. Now, this Ramadan that we had, I was mm. always revising. I was studying with their boys. And so they were always telling us, Yalla boy, should we go pray Maghrib? Should we go pray Asr? Should we go pray Duhur? Should we go pray Fajr? Now, we're all praying together. Everything's being done together, isn't it? Yeah. And always reminding me of that. Mm-hmm. And it was impacting my deen <clears throat> so well in a good, like, so my deen was rising in such a good way that I accidentally slipped my tongue and I swore. I said something bad. And I remember the whole entire day, I felt so guilty. I just kept saying, Astaghfirullah, Astaghfirullah, Allah forgive me, Allah forgive me. But on a normal day, outside of this friend group, that must have like snuck out. And I wouldn't even acknowledge it. I'd have probably just forgotten about it. But because of this friend group and the environment and the way that they have, it's like being in a race with the very best. And when yeah, when you act, we're not even the best. We're not even the best, but we no, try to like, be. You know what I'm trying to say? It's like that, isn't it? Yeah, when you're trying yeah. to, when everybody is like that, trying to get that second on you in a race, 
and mm. every second matters. And so every time you stumble, you have to quickly get back up and run, carrying your race. That's how it was, isn't it? The slightest of sin was like, oh my God, I stopped a I stopped a I didn't mean that. You know, like, look at, look at what I have around me. I have to be better. I have to be... I have to be like these guys. I can't be the friend that drags these guys away. I have to be the friend that that Help is there for them. Yeah, yeah. So like it's constantly that between our friendships. And so basically I say that to go on to this, which is say that I dig deeper into one of each and every single uh, individual. And mm. I discover in one of the individuals, there's something about them that mm. isn't appealing to me, isn't appealing or doesn't abide by the religion. First of all, not to say that somebody hasn't dug deeper with me and they discover that. But let's just say from my perspective right now, I dig deeper in somebody and um, I discover something that isn't doesn't abide by Islam. I've dug yeah. deeper and I've uncovered it. First of all, you've you've uncovered somebody's sins or you've uncovered somebody somebody's faults. Cover that up. Yeah. Tell them about yeah. it respectfully, privately, not in public. Cool. Mm. That's good. You know, there's there's a way to go about that. Second is once you've done that, you don't cancel them. You don't cancel that friendship entirely. You help them out when you can, but you may have to keep your distance if you know yourself. Keep your distance. If you, if you get what I mean, like if you know how how susceptible you may be to falling into a sin or following your desires, keep your distance, but keep the friendship. Keep sucking out the good from them. Keep taking the good from this person. Because they're not gonna. It's only gonna draw out more good from that person. You, do you mm. get what I mean? Like, then if I keep telling you, um, for example, you have a coach and he puts you on and he utilizes your best position. Him utilizing your best position every game, game after game after game after game, doesn't make you worse of a player. In fact, it makes you a better player, right? It's like that. Keep sucking out the good from yeah. this person consistently, consistently. They're gonna get better and better and better. Inshallah, with the will of Allah. So. That's like knowing the depth of like the friendship that you go into because you're never going to know, okay, here, let me draw the line here and stop because I'm worried I might find out some more that I might not like. No, keep going. If you do see something bad, right, stop it there. Say the person has rumors and stuff and stuff and stuff around surrounding them. Logically, there might be a reason that somebody might have that surrounding them, but... Mm. Think about it. If somebody done that, if you messed up, think about it. Think about it. Think about it, man. Think about it. Now, if if don't I don't leave a, me, I, don't leave me. Hey, bro, relax. I'm gonna be serious. So as I was saying, isn't it? Uh, if I have a fault, and I have many faults, you see one of the faults, in, and happens to be that this fault was public and everybody saw. Mm. Now. When you see this, rumors go around and everybody hears about this fault of mine and, you know, it spreads to others and whatnot. Now, mm. do I then want everybody to cancel me and not, like, talk to me anymore and distance themselves from me? Because what would that do? If you don't have the strong will and the relationship with Allah, you might get lost. You might then fall into the wrong companionship. Somebody that will take you in. Yeah? You know what, but, yeah? That you know that, that's a good point you know because people sometimes like, let's say there's ten people, and they yeah. realize that one person he's the way she goes about something or some stuff he does is not right. Mm. Immediately those nine or seven other people may think, oh, this guy's a bad person. If all this person, we will become bad. Let's let's run away from him. Yeah, we understand that you have to first of all protect your inner peace, 
protect your own action. Your own, your your own, own relationship with Allah, yeah. Yeah, your own relationship with Allah. However, if you just jump from, oh, this guy's my good friend, I'm with him every single day, but as soon as I realise that he's got some bad faults, or he's not the person I assumed he was, you're not going to assume, you're not going to be able to know a person by just having a dinner with him, like let's say once a week for four, for four for a month. Four times. You're not going to know him. Once you're with someone and you get to know a bit more, then you're going to see faults. But as humans, you need to understand everyone has faults. Some people's are different. Some people's are hidden. Some people's is, is not hidden. So if That's you do so see that, unless, unless, it's a, unless you've tried, unless you've attempted to help that person and it's really not working and it's really affecting your relationship, like you said, of Allah, then you're, you come first. You have to protect yourself because it's going to be you in that grave. You're going to be questioned by yourself. So, of course, you, you come first. However, don't try and just judge and jump ships just because you see some fault in someone else. Because, you know what, yeah? I'm going to give you an example now. Growing so, up... Well, just, before, just before you do, just before you do, let me finish up on that point just before you move on. Sorry to cut you off. Uh, go, on, well. go on, go on, go on, go on. Um, but, obviously, like when we say somebody's faults, like I'm not talking about crimes and stuff like that we've seen recently yeah. on on social media because <laughs> that's like crimes. <laughs> no, some of the stuff is like is it's a crime. Criminal, bro. You, you got away with it. Some of, them be, some, some of them should be picked up from like you know what I'm saying. What are those people that's that, what I'm saying. That, what are those people that hunt people down on Facebook and that, bro? Yeah, bro. Like the stuff that we recently saw on online on social media has become a trend. The new trend is. Um, Expose people. And I'm, 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 I'm glad. No, no, I'm glad for this one because you're actually speaking out against people that have done you wrong and done many others wrong, and you took that step and you, you know, you're you're protecting others. In this instance, you're actually protecting others because if not, many, many, many other people might fall in and fall into know, the same trap into of that person. Trap. Yeah, into this person's trap. You and know, so I'm not talking. About, I'm not talking about these criminal acts. I'm not talking about these these people that prey on people vulnerable people that use them that you know bro i heard something yeah exploiting them because i heard something beautiful everything in life is basically an amanet which is a um your it's it's something you've been entrusted with Mm, yeah kids something you're going to be entrusted with or your you know uh money that your mate asks you to hold for you for a while that's that's amanet that's something you've been entrusted with so Mm -hmm. a secret is also that when somebody tells you something in secret, that is being entrusted to you. And so that's, for you... That's, that's, yeah, you too, yeah. Yeah, so for I, you gonna... to uh, spoil it, to then to tell others and break that trust is very disrespectful in a way because you don't see them as of value. You don't respect them enough to hold that truth for you. And not only that, but they're telling you from a very vulnerable position. It might be from a very very vulnerable position that they're telling you this and they have nowhere else to turn and they decide to entrust this information with you. Mm. But you decide to use it against them and blackmail them or tell so-and-so and make fun of them or put it into like um, into the open and the public or somebody says, oh, I've been struggling with this sin. And little do you know, now everybody sees that you've been struggling with this sin. But how do you know that I've been struggling? Somebody's somebody leaked it. Like this is trust, and I'm not talking about these people, these disgusting acts where you actually take trust. You, you um, lead people like you. Yeah, one, you lead people astray. You take advantage of them. You prey on them. You use them. Uh, you abuse them. You blackmail them. I'm not talking about this. I'm talking about little things here and there, like regarding their dean that you find out about them. For example, 
I might curse a lot and you'd be like, oh, well, I discovered this about Abba and, you know, I'm, I'm scared that if I hang around with this guy, he's going to stop. Okay, maybe it's whenever, whenever I'm with you, you're actually the reason I swear less. You're the reason I look at you and you have such a clean mouth, you're helping me out. And mm. by you reminding me consciously, don't say that, don't say that, don't say that, it's not actually bugging me, but actually it's helping me. And so your companionship is sweet to me and I like it because you're helping me out. So you might hold a strong value in somebody's heart and for you to suddenly walk away from them might hurt them a lot actually and might draw them distant and towards a different companionship. Now I'm not exactly, saying Yeah, that, exactly. Um, and I'm not going to say that you're accountable for everyone because at the end of the day like we've said everybody's accountable for themselves but the very little that you could do is treat everybody else like how you want to be treated if i hold you very dear i don't want you to leave me Faye's talking about leaving and going to another university he's very dear to me i don't want him to leave you don't want him to leave but if i didn't care about him he can leave i don't care but it's the fact that if you truly hold somebody of value and you learn from them and do you you know, they help you out and they make you laugh and they bring you closer to Allah. You want to hold them. And so try to see that in your friends and try to bring them in and help them out. And, you know, I, like I told him, I told Faye the very first time we actually became really close friends and we're living together. I was like, Faye, if you're slacking with your prayers, do you want me to be on you, on your case 24-7 about it? Or do you want me to be lenient on you about reminding you? Because obviously he's an adult. Like, I'm not his parents. I'm not his carer i'm not his guardian i'm just his friend and i want to respect the fact that he has his own privacy and his own way of yeah. life in a way like obviously you've got, it's you've got rights over him but the rights are not to like, yeah 100 percent. we have, yeah, 100%. We have yeah. the only the only thing is i have rights like you know uh, i have um rights that i have i need to fulfill to allah so allah has rights upon me yeah and also, the the create uh, the creations also have rights that I need to fulfill their rights. For example, my own parents they have rights and I need to fulfill their rights, and they've been very clear about that. Subhanallah. Again, you remember our parents' podcast? Uh, we drew like the and the scholars have done this where they draw the the this similarity and the importance of um, yeah. parents in Islam, where Allah Subhanahu wa Taala will talk about worship no deity other than me. There is no deity other than me. And then respect your parents. Don't even mm. utter the word oof. And so you remember that one. So yeah, yeah, yeah. just like how our parents and our siblings and our friends and our neighbors have rights upon us, they have rights upon we have rights upon them, they have rights upon us, and we all have rights that Allah has placed upon us that we need to fulfill. So, you know, just remembering obviously treating others how you want to be treated. The example the example I wanted to make is literally going on from what you said as well. Of course it was was meant to be for one aspect. Literally going on what you said. If someone is, um, is you see a fault in them or they do something bad, you don't look down on them. You don't abandon them when they're in, let's just say, in a time of, in a time of need, because they need guidance. They need advice. You know what I'm saying? They need yeah. sincere advice. So the example is this: when you're growing up and you have, you know, the aunties and you have uncles. Now, if you're a good guy, like if you're yeah. a good boy. All the answers always praise you. Oh, he's such a good guy, such a good boy. He's never naughty. He's never this. He's never that. And you're gonna want to live by that. You're gonna be. You're gonna feel like home. You're gonna feel welcomed. You're gonna feel like you want to keep up to their standards. If you know what I'm trying to say. So you're gonna yeah, keep on doing good. So you're gonna keep on doing. It. So if I'm telling you about Allah, my battering about man. You know what? Your prayers. You're so sincere. You pray five times a day. You fast. You're you're a good person. I like your the way you carry yourself. I like your morals and principles. You're going to want to live up to those standards. 
what I'm trying to say to you. Yeah, but same time, whereas, same time, whereas, yeah, one, if I... One, one second, sorry. And it's not like because obviously you're doing it for the people, but it's like how you motivate me to be better with my religion and that. It's just like that. It's over. It's not even just, yeah, it's not even, even just... So, so sorry, bro. Um, and we're not like saying um, that obviously this person has... Um, what was I saying? We're not saying that this, you're doing it for this person and their, um, you know, their praise. But it's the fact that um, just like how you push me to be better and we do it together. And so I might say, yo, H, I actually woke up for Fajr today and I'm not doing it because I did it for you, but you're happy for me. And, you know, like it's, it's that feeling of like your friend pushing you and you're pushing them and you just make it motivate each other to do better. So it's like on that line. So I just wanted to clear that up still. But carry on, bro. Yeah, but like I said, it literally works both ways. So if you put someone up on the pedestal, they'll, they'll want to stay on that pedestal. They won't even reach higher. If you bring someone down, like subconsciously, they're not going to want to do good, you know what I'm trying to say, sometimes it works, reverse psychology, you know what I'm trying to say, sometimes it works, sometimes you told someone, you're not doing it good enough, they'll go and try harder, but then most people, like the self-fulfilling prophecy, if you're, like, I'm just linking it to the other stuff that's in my mind as well as we speak, mm. but like, same way, if you're growing up here, yeah, and your uncles and your aunts, even your parents as well, sometimes your parents can say one or two things that can really affect you, but like, if they put, if they say to you, you're a naughty kid, you're like, you're not going to have any educational success, you're not going to, you're not, you're not worth it, this, that, this, that. You're not going to want to do good. You know what I'm trying to say to you? Sometimes you might use that and uh, power it to do even better than they thought that you would ever. But sometimes you might just, it might just keep you down. Same way, if I, saw, if I told someone, oh, bro, you know what? You don't pray in my life. I can't have ground them kind of people. That guy mm. is going to look at me like, wow, like, why is this guy so judgmental? Like, this is not how you're, a Muslim is meant to be. You're meant to be helpful. You're meant to be, you're meant to, help people strive like no persevere through those struggles but instead yeah. you're looking down on me and you've and, abandoned and, me and, and, no, now, and, no, no saying, yeah. and now and now if they lose the good companions that that they had they'll just go and find companions that are not good that are gonna make it even worse for them so if they prayed one salah with you and they missed four they're gonna pray none with the other people that they're gonna meet for example you know what i'm trying to say so when you're and, so when and you nobody, keep in mind this saying one second and nobody is actually saying devote all your time and attention to this person but it might actually just be right it's mother time it's Dhuhr time it's asr time let me link them and it will go like there's, there's a brother there's a brother there's a brother there's a brother in the university yeah a lot of people i'm not gonna say his name because <laughs> i'm not trying to you know what i'm saying like i rather <laughs> i don't know i have a guy's mission to say his name but there's yeah. a brother in the university so um, last year, I was doing a lot of stuff that I shouldn't have. I was getting into things that, of course, that's what I knew. That's all I knew my whole life. You know what I'm trying to say? Of course, I've always been a Muslim, but I didn't, like, I'd done so much things that was against what Islam taught. You know what I'm trying to say? So there's yeah. one brother, he's not perfect. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, he has shortcomings. Even if I've seen his shortcomings, it's not stopped me from taking his advice. And his, his advice always been to stop and try to do better. You know what I'm trying to say? And if I say yeah. the brother's name, you will agree, and a lot of people that listen to this will agree that the brother has helped a lot of people, even though he may not be perfect. His yeah. the way he the way he approaches you, the way he speaks, the way what he says, and how he goes about how he goes about your shortcomings is how every Muslim I personally think should help one another. Do you know what I'm trying to say to you? Yeah. Like for example, myself, uh, a lot of my mates they're not in the deen and they're in it. So even if we're chilling and that. 
I'm not going to always be talking about the deen only because then they're not going to want to listen. What can I say to you? But I'll bring it up. Here and there, I'll bring it up. Like, yeah, bro, we need to be doing this. Or let's go do that. I'm trying to say to you, it's all about slow change and being persistent in in your help. Not just not telling a person, oh, you know what, bro, you need to pray five times. And the next day, they're not praying. And the next day, they're not praying. After one week, you say, you know what? This guy's a monastic fan. This guy's, this guy, you know what I'm saying? This guy's not pattern. Let's mm. forget about him. Because I've seen a lot of people pray and then just stop praying. And they, they've just left it fully. But I, I know people that didn't pray for a long time. But once they started to pray, you wouldn't expect it. And then they're the best people. Like, for example, Revers. Revers. You know what I'm trying to say to you? Yeah, 100%. Because do you know what it's like? It's like um, um, trying to draw somebody closer to the religion mm. and helping them out. It's like literally it's like teaching somebody and that's exactly what you're doing you're teaching them and you will never ever look at your students and be like right my students are all idiots they're never going to get anywhere in life i've taught them algebra once and they haven't got it if that was the mindset of every maths teacher that i've ever had in my life i'd have not gotten anywhere in my life like it's just simple as and that's what you're doing what you're doing is you're teaching them to be better muslims you're teaching them more about the deen you're teaching a story of the sahaba every time you see them maybe for lunch or every time that you can sneak in the conversation maybe after prayer like you you're teaching them and you cannot expect them to it's like having a powerful motivational talk i'm not then asking you to be bill gates the next day i'm not asking you to set up your business the next day I'm asking you to slowly make that motivational change and just keep that reminder in your head. Um, that's all we're asking you. And that's exactly what you have to be doing with your friends. If you see one of them needs your help, all that you're required to do is just give the word of wisdom, give the word of advice. More times, action speaks louder than words. Sorry, bro, can we go pray real quick? And, you know, you might as well come pray with me. You're here. You know, it's like that. It's you know, a slow change. It's a very slow, slow road to take. But I didn't, bec- I didn't, I wasn't going to do accounting finance in secondary school. I wasn't prepared to do accounting finance at uni in secondary school. And it's just the stages you have to go through. You're not going to go mm. from A to Z in a day. So yeah, like I said, basically, it is stages that you need to go through. Um, and you should never really like. If you obviously you know, you know yourself best, if you know that you need to distance yourself and focus on your own dean and religion for a while, do that. But just remembering, put put one thing at the core, and that's just treat others how you want to be treated, and it does it does you no harm. All it does is just it just like makes you, it just increases the love for everybody around you. I mean, we're not asking, like, nobody's saying that you have to get along with everybody that you see. We're giving them the courtesy, giving them the right of another human being. Muslim, Christian, Jew, whatever not. Respect them, you know? Respect them. Literally. Treat them as a Muslim, as a, as a human, sorry. And that's all. Because you're not going to bring anybody closer to Allah. In fact, you might be the reason, somebody might look at you, and you might be the reason, God forbid, that they will never even think about Islam. Because they saw you once and you, you represent Islam or you were speaking Islamic, you know. So you're saying salam alaikum and you got like, you're doing such and such and such. And, you know, you might be, God forbid, the reason somebody might not even think about Islam. So, you know, nobody's asking you to get along with everybody, but just treat everybody the way that you want to be treated. Give them the courtesy of a human being. Treat them with respect and actions speak much louder than words.
Wallahi, man, you're right, man. People just need to take it in. But, yeah, but I was going to say, man, before we wrap it up, man, we have to give a big, not even like, yeah, sorry, bro, are you talking? No, no, I, just like so much happening in this day and age. It's so crazy. Well, like, yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, before we, so like, before we, before we, like, end it, like, we just want to let everyone know, like, bro, keep your door, like, when you're praying, whatever you're doing, just have in mind, make sure you consider the people of Yemen, man. Whatever, what's happening there is, is something that one day they're going to look back and be like, how? And why did people stand by and let such a thing occur? It's the worst tragedy in that's happened to the world in the past. I, I don't I don't even know how many years. It's worse than the Holocaust. Just not trying to say to you. I'm not trying to compare yeah. tragedies, but like a whole country is about to be extinct. There's like, no that's not reason. Everybody to be such a blind eye. No reason for it. Like I understand. Like I said on my social media accounts, I understand that BBC News is not headlining this. Of course, they are still reporting on it. Like, this was happening. They're giving political updates on who's backing who. Uh, what, what UK is saying. Uh, today, UK said that Turkey needs to stop... Um, Turkey needs to stop playing a dangerous game in Lebanon, in, in Yemen, this, that. Just, you know what I'm trying to say? But they're not really trying to advertise or promote the actual tragedy that, that, that people are facing out there. Do you know what I'm trying to say? So I understand that it's not a trend. I understand that it's not cool to want to think and talk about it but one day and uh, islamically Allah is going to keep you accountable what did you do when your brothers and sisters were suffering what in that place what, what, what did you do with your yeah. but as humans the bare minimum you can do is just talk about it just, spread just the word just... literally just spread the word like this is what is happening we need to do something do I'm trying to say to you but like like uh, bro it's, like uh, what's happening not, there not, yeah man you have to be you have Palestine as well. You have Kurdistan. You have Iraq. You have so many countries are going through so much. Like the whole Ummah is suffering. But you know and why is the worst? Well, like, for you know why is the worst for Yemen? Do you know why is the worst for Yemen? Well, Yemen. No, no. I'm not even comparing. But there's just so much going on, and we just mm. say, oh, at least make a dua. No, no, no. Yeah, at least. The, the, no, no. Let that be at the forefront. A is far more powerful than you think it is. Let that mm. be at the forefront. And another thing, your sins, our sins, my sins, everyone's sins in this ummah, they contribute towards something, right? Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam had was the my ummah is like a body. When one limb hurts, the rest of the body hurts. When you sin, it affects everybody else as well. You know, when you like, obviously, obviously as well, sinning. Then you have the opportunity of toba. When you make that toba, the du'as that you make. Just imagine you're there, tears in your eyes. Allah will accept your repentance, inshallah, if you're sincere. You know, add the ummah into that. Just a normal discussion, just a normal dua that you're making. Add the ummah. Add Yemen, add Palestine, add Turkey, add Iraq, add Kurdistan. All of the ummah that's going through something, add them to your dua. You lose nothing. You add on five seconds. Five seconds. That's it. Ten seconds is all you're adding. Just make the du'a. You're walking about, make du'a that Allah guides everybody, that Allah helps everybody, that Allah gives them shifa, and then donate, and then share, and then help out. You know? It's very little. It's very... It's a lot that you can help out with. Like, you, know, it's, you, you don't need to be there doing the hard labor work because you can't get out there. So do what you can over here. 
bro, end of the day, we've got everything. We just need to utilize it. We've got a voice, we're alive. That's all we need. 